Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Monet reveals the Brooklyn Manifesto. We talk about dreams. And we find out what made Monet say this. Don't be projecting your insecurities about Columbus, Georgia on me, honey. Maybe you to step your pussy up. And we find out what made Bob say this. Do you want to look stupid or do you want to admit? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And she backs off. Oh, she's she's backpedaling, Your Honor. She's backpedaling. What about it? It's your boy, Bob the Drag Queen. I'm in the studio right now. We are both filming from home. I'm with your homegirl, Monet X. Monet, what's good? You're not at home. Monet, what's good? We are here in the morning, popping off for you all. Excited for another exciting day of sibling rivalry. Boom. Now, I ain't never been with a baddie. She so called, so I added to the tally. Now, I ain't so never been with a baddie. Oh God, do I add it to the Simone, what's Raven good? Simone. You are not matching my energy. Raven Simone really killed the TikTok. Honestly, it was one of her most viral TikToks. And you better ignore uh, everything I just said. Let me go turn my light off, bitch. Let me go turn my fucking light off. Turn your light off. All right, talk about your thing. Oh. What's up, Mo? Um, now just just gushing over Raven Simone for a second. I was thinking the other day, I was like, I cannot imagine what it must be like to be born a childhood star and that always being like your life. Like Raven Simone, the Olsen twins, like they never, bitch, from the time they were months old, they have been famous and they have been like world, like name, like, like a household name. Like that must be crazy. They, they, they will never know what it is, what it's like to not be famous ever. That's yeah, I mean, maybe not months. I mean, I, I think the Raymond Simone started around yes, like they five. They were babies. That's, that's, I mean, Raymond Simone. Oh yeah. She was like, she was, she was three when she started on the college show. Um, Isn't that crazy? I, th- I feel like me and Raymond Simone are the same age. I, I feel know. like, I, feel is like, like I remember they were the same age. No, we are the exact same. No, she's uh, 36. Oh. Raven Simone is, is 36 year. years old. So she's a, a year. She's actually technically about six months older than me. Yeah, but the Olsen twins. I mean, and then they had that sister, Elizabeth Olsen, who is uh, Wanda. And she wasn't famous as early as them, but obviously coming from a famous family. I don't know. I just, I, I just was thinking about it. I was just thinking about that today. Like childhood stars like the Olsen twins. Like that is a what? Life is is they just have a completely different human experience in mo- the, the the majority of the world. That's crazy. But also to them, it doesn't sound it doesn't feel wild because it's the only thing they know. So to them, it's pretty par for the course. They're like, oh yeah, this is what life is for everyone, or not for everyone. But I think they're like they they don't have anything anything to compare it to. It's kind of how I think whenever I see people who live in New York City or people who grew up in New York City, I'm like, 
this seems wild to me. I mean, granted, I lived there for a while, but like being a child in New York City to me sounds wild. Like that doesn't even. Make it sounds sense. like to a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people. They could, they can't fathom how New York City kids went to school and how, like, they grew up. They're like, that sounds crazy. Um, and uh, but there are more people. Like, if you do the ratio, there are more people who understand what it is to go because a lot of children <laughs> grew up in New York City as opposed to people who grew up famous from the time they were months old. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about a ratio. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not comparing how many famous people there are to New York City kids. I'm just talking about my experience and uh, being a New Yorker and and seeing people who are like born New Yorkers and me thinking, wow, that seems odd to me. But it's not about. It's not why about is it so? Why is it so odd? Why is it so wild? Because um, I mean, the train True. system. There's no. There's very little grass. Like how far you guys have to go. There's no. You don't have woods. There's no woods. You know, I know New Yorkers like really don't go to each other's houses like that. You know, growing up in the South, a big part of it is going to people's houses, hanging out in their homes, in their backyards, like going to like you go to all your friends' houses. And I feel like in New York City, you will know someone for years and never go to their house. I never go to their home. Growing, growing up, I went to a lot of kids' houses. Me and me and Kamiko always at each other's houses. My friend Rako Soroya. In high school, we would go party at my friend Nora's house a lot. I, I, I don't think that's a New York experience. I do agree with you. In terms but the thing of like is, I went to, and stuff. A lot of I went to like everyone's yard. house in, 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 in Georgia. I mean, not just people I knew well. Everybody. Strangers. People you meet. Like, like everything. Not everything, but like a lot of things just at people's houses. Like their social events, their birthday parties, their gatherings, the sleepovers. Um, the going to people's houses is just such a big part of go, oh, going over after, after church. Going over to someone's house just just for a barbecue. You go to someone every barbecue. Those are at people's houses. I mean, sometimes they're in the park, and the but oftentimes though, you have barbecues at people's houses. Yeah, especially if, if from Brooklyn, like back. It's a big part of West Indian culture too. Is like having everyone has barbecues in the summer. You go to you go to and you go to and you're and you're, and you're in their houses. How are they barbecuing in their houses in New York City? In the yard, a lot of a lot of people in my neighborhood like had houses, didn't live in a, live in, like in didn't live in apartments. Everyone, everyone has like a yard, especially in like Canarsie and East Flatbush, in uh in like that part of town. Everyone has like a a family a, a, like a, a family house, and they have a backyard. I'm talking about the Harlem kids, the Manhattan kids, the Upper West Side kids. Them niggas ain't hanging out. Them yeah. niggas ain't barbecuing on their patios. Yeah, that's what I'm talking that about. That is different. Kids that live in like Harlem, I, 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 they, they probably in apartment buildings. They always do it in like, um, in like, uh, in like the common. You've seen that in, in apartment buildings. How they have yeah. like that common area and for people who don't live in New York. This is probably not terribly exciting for y'all. But if you decide to move to New York one day, this may be your experience. So we're trying to educate you on what. Also, your life bear in mind, be. I have very little Brooklyn knowledge. Like I did not. I spent very little time in Brooklyn. I was. I mean, mm-hmm. I would go months, seven, eight months, probably a whole year without ever going to Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah, Brooklyn is a fun place, honestly. But Brooklyn slops, and Brooklyn has some of the most iconic rappers in fucking rap history niggas is really that really fucking changed the motherfucking game like brooklyn is honestly bitch think of brooklyn you think spike lee you think biggie smalls Lil kim you think chris rock you think motherfucking nora jones <laughs> bitch nora jones and biggie smalls grew up in the same neighborhood bitch okay oh, really think about that nora jones don't know i and it was all the dream. I used to read these. Is both, both of them bitches were from fucking Brooklyn. Brooklyn really be doing that. I'm so proud. Really? I don't Nora know that Jones Nora Jones was from, from, was from was was from Nor- uh, Nora Jones Chris from Rock Bed-Stuy, was raised in Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Yep, Bed Stuy, Brooklyn. Oh, that's so interesting. I did not know that. 
Yeah, so Brooklyn has Brooklyn has birthed some motherfucking kings and queens, honey. Lil Kim, like no one was rapping like Lil Kim. Like Lil Kim was, uh, she was a game changer. Lil Kim fucking changed the game, bitch. Biggie Smalls changed the motherfucking. Spike Lee changed the film game. I think Brooklyn is very interesting. Uh, people from Brooklyn and people from Texas, you're kind of raised up with this. Um, it's almost a comical level of pride in where you're from. And granted, Southerners have a little bit of this too, but like. People from Texas and people from Brooklyn, it is it's 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 on a different level, and it's and it's no, kind of like everyone who's everyone who's not from Texas and Brooklyn are kind of like it. It's not all, like y'all are doing too much. Like it, don't really care that much. Like people from Brooklyn, Texas, y'all be they, going wild. Like y'all is like, all right, sure, go off, but like, girls, just that's because ain't nobody doing nothing Brooklyn. from fucking Columbus. Columbus ain't, ain't the Columbus ain't breeding no motherfucking icons, bitch. But that's Brooklyn is a motherfucking icons, bitch. There's actually, lots of, there's actually lots of icons from um from Columbus. Give me Park. ten. Why does it have to be ten? First of all, it's, it's not a, it's not a scale it's not a scale thing. There's a lot more people in Brooklyn than there are, but there's also there's Ma Rainey. I mean, who is an absolutely tra- Ma Rainey's uh, trans- black bottom, a transformative uh, musician in terms of uh, blues and jazz. Uh, Wayne Brady is also from Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> um, and also, it's also it's also it's, it's also this, this is also the thing. This is the only thing that y'all. Y'all, Brooklyn and Texas people, dude, like this nah, this weird competition a... to see who has more people. You're proving it right now. This weird competition to see who has more iconic people or who has a bigger impact. Let me run down. Let me let me let me run down a whisper, y'all. Okay, Jay Z, Adam Sandler, Marissa Tomei, Lil Ken, Jerry Seinfeld, Eddie Murphy, um, Anne Hathaway, Barbara Streisand, Reader Hayworth, bitch, Mickey Rooney, Harvey Keitel. I mean. The list just goes on, baby. The John Rivers, the Lakers, John Rivers. You're River. proving my point that this weird obsession with like claiming where you're Not from, an obsession, this, just a fact. This weird like uh, pride is almost like is 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 verging on nationalism. <laughs> because all you it's did, a, all you did was you were born in Brooklyn. You didn't you didn't do anything. You were just born in Brooklyn. You didn't do anything. You literally didn't um, do anything. But yes, I did. Yeah, I'm bitch. I'm from Brooklyn, the school of hard knocks, nigga. Y'all niggas in Clayco would never know that shit. Y'all niggas got the fucking Piggly Wiggly and yeah, the Hobby Lobby Clayton, and the motherfucking Clayton airport. County, that's that's what y'all niggas have. Clayton County and Columbus, Georgia are a very different places. And there's also lots of very famous people from um, Clayton County as well. And lots of really uh, famous um, Sorry, I meant, I misspoke. I meant Columbus. I meant Columbus, Georgia. I meant Columbus. And also lots of very famous... But also, I'm saying t- t- it, 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 it does prove my point. I think we, we can move on. That there's a weird uh, obsession with where you're from, and you didn't do anything Ooh. but just be born. But just be born there. Bonnie Sanders is from there. May. Oh my God. May West is from Brooklyn. Yes, May. Get it, May. But also, how are you like? How are you claiming any level of success from these people just by being born in the same place as them? It's giving that. I just think that, I, I mean, I, it's, it's giving that there is that there is a that people from a lot of people clearly a lot of people from Brooklyn are iconic people in um that have influenced the world and changed the world. And Columbus just says Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I mean, it's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. They're talking about the play Ma Rainey. And who did you who else you said? Um, Tiger Woods. Who'd you, who'd you say? Tiger Woods is not from Columbus, Georgia. Wayne Brady is from Columbus, Georgia. Wayne Brady. Well, Wayne Brady is fucking fierce, and um, Ma Rainey are fierce. Um, good for them. What, you, don't even, you don't even know anything about Ma Rainey. You literally don't know anything about... What do you mean she's fierce? You literally don't know anything. You don't know anything about Ma Rainey. You watched one movie, one time. What do you know about Ma Rainey? Ma one Rainey thing. was just, an incredible... Just one thing about her. Was an incredible don't, jazz don't say singer. singer. Don't say jazz singer. I told you that earlier. I said singer. that earlier. I said that earlier. Like a, Name one of her songs. Okay, that's, uh, Name one of her songs. I don't know one of her songs, but I still okay. First of all, you don't need to. I didn't need to know one of her songs to know that Ma Rainey was influential in jazz in jazz music. 
She was a fucking why lesbian. Act, why are you acting like? Why are you acting like you know, you're, you're like? Oh, the iconic. I just said. They, I just said. I just said that Marani was fierce. Listen, don't be don't be projecting your insecurities about Columbus, Georgia, and me, honey. Maybe you used to step your pussy up. Maybe you used to step Columbus to step their pussy up to the levels of Brooklyn. All I'm saying is where you pretended Brooklyn to be. You, you pretended Brooklyn to know a lot about Marani. We're Brooklyn. Hey, listen, you can try to change the subject if you want to. Just know that Brooklyn. Is shitting on that ass, okay? Brooklyn, Clay, uh, Columbus calling they, they got shit on Brooklyn, baby. People just, just do that. not be caring like y'all Brooklyn. And it's really interesting too, like like for example, people from Manhattan just don't act like people from Brooklyn. And Manhattan has a lot of really they can remarkable never be. things. Has like a lot of really remarkable things coming out of it. But Manhattan's kind of like okay, <laughs> like girl, no one cares. Like, That's no not true. Niggas from Harlem. Are you joking? Niggas from Harlem, which is in Manhattan. I don't know if you know that because you're from Columbus. But niggas in Harlem, oh, bitch, they will let you know they're from Harlem, okay? Please. The fucking, remember when the fucking, when chicken noodle soup I mean, in the I Harlem chicken I lived in Manhattan longer than you did. I lived in Manhattan longer than you <laughs> Yeah, bitch, but I knew what Manhattan was before you did. How about that? And, no, you did uh, but not. You clearly, I was also, but, I was also but you literally, for a year. But you literally said that uh, people from which is you you made an incorrect statement. Niggas from Harlem will let you niggas from Harlem. No, and people from, from Harlem, Harlem do not act Manhattan. like people from Brooklyn. Everyone yes, knows people from Harlem do not act like yes, people from Brooklyn. Yes, the hell they do. Then you no. must not know New Yorkers. You don't know New Yorkers, which I'm telling you, niggas from the Bronx, from the BX, Harlem, and Brooklyn, or the Queens. Queens is the only brother they know to to to, to shut their fat ass mouth because ain't nobody trying to rope Queens hard besides Nicki oh. Minaj. Uh, I guess you just I guess you completely forgot that Staten Island even exists. Oh yeah, I mean who who no a one. Whole, I mean we a whole ass borough. We did get some sibling islanderies. There were three, the three people who are from Staten Island that listen to the podcast. Oh, nice. So we see y'all. We're happy that you guys are listening from the island. No, and, no, no. Talk your shit. Talk your shit like you were a second ago. Talk your shit about Staten Island. Oh, no. I mean, shit. I mean, I said it before. Staten Island is whack. Staten Island is whack. I've definitely said that, and I stand by that. We know Staten Island is. Even they could, they, even they admitted they're like, I'm sorry for Staten Island. It's a horrible place. It's okay, but we hope to see y'all on um, September 24th at New York City Town Hall for the sibling rivalry tour. Yes. Are you done with your Brooklyn propaganda piece? Uh, the, the 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 neighborhood. And I'll never the, be done the, until the I die. Borough, the do, borough's so great. You moved from it like four, five years ago. Do a die bedside. Oh, yeah, you got me, Bob. I, I, I move. Yeah, I move. Whoa. You got me on that one, Roberta. I move around. <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z bought property in Brooklyn. Jay-Z kind of was like really about that life, so he kind of hung out. Well, good for him. He's a congenial He better work. Um, someone kind of pointed out the other day. They was like, why does Monet laugh like the Count? I just really, I, I laugh. I think my laugh has changed. I didn't used to laugh like that. I, I hate hearing my, my laugh. Stop finding joy. I don't, I don't, know, what you, I don't know what you want me to, I know, t- to tell you. Right? I just stopped being so happy. I mean, if, if you change your laugh, why don't you just change it again? You uh, said you changed uh, your laugh. Uh, it just kind of happened by itself. Do you Do you have a idea? Your, your laugh changed. When I first met you, you did not do the... Ah! That, that's been over like the past like four years, four or five years. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. That's true. I haven't done any deep dives into my uh, laugh and, w- and when I laugh, like what? My voice has changed. Um, yeah, so that's probably why. And and my my range of what I can access with my voice has changed a lot. But um, but I, I don't know for sure that my that my laugh has uh, has changed. You know, I have, oh, I definitely have has. I, I have different laughs well, for different things. Let's take a break and I'll tell you about your laugh because I've studied it. Yeah. 
Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time. That's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. So it's a little And we are back. Yeah, when I brought you the, the, the that high uh, 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 pitch howling sound, that that is in the past like five years, I would say, for sure. But there's nothing wrong with that. People, sure. I, think, I think people just, people just uh, me, bitch, my laugh at Shane, I think just, you just, you I'm lie. not just defending like myself. Change. I said I don't know. I'm, I'm not defending myself against the ch- laughter. You're like, you, it's, I, you're I, like, it's you, okay. I'm like, you're like, I, I, I know. I, I don't. I just don't. No, I, I, I laugh. It's strange. Yeah, it definitely has. I think it's cute though. It's a nice. <laughs> uh, it's a nice. Oh, COVID. It's a nice um, little uh, laugh. Thank you. Can you What's laugh today? I mean, I, I, when something when something funny comes up, I'll I'll, I'll give a little chuckle. But I I want to I want to I don't want to um I don't want to fake the laugh. I want I want it to be real. Uh, not what is real? Not the not the reality TV trope. I want I want it to be real. Um, but something reality. Uh, TV? Wait, really quick. Huh? People say they're reality TV. I want yeah. it to be real. I don't want to be fake. I want to be real. My favorite TV tropes are um, at the end of the day, and also I didn't come here to make friends. And the third one, the the fucking the the third one, um, I forgot it. 
Nico Belova. Our topic today is a dreams. Oh, oh, this lit a fire under my ass. So, like, the, 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 people are lighting fires on everyone's asses on reality TV, apparently. Every oh, and, show, oh, and in, competi- in competitions. Yeah. Is this too yeah. dark? Yes. The setting, the, 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 the light has, like, two settings. Like, bright, well, obviously, there's, there's a lot brighter, which is this, that is... That is. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know lighting, but it looks fine. It, it, it may be like highlighting your the bad part. Like it may be like blowing out your T zone and shit. So maybe. What bad part? <laughs> oh my Why God. do my face? What bitch? My face don't have no bad parts. Also, what is on your ceiling, bitch? bitch speak, are you speak, fucking speak, on your speak ceiling? For yourself, bitch. You you have bad parts. My face has no bad parts, honey. What are they? Are those footprints? Because because y'all, so we record live. So Bob's camera is very blurry. It looks like there are footprints on your ceiling. Like you are fucking up there, bitch. No, they are. Um, I think it's like paint. I think I'm, I'm assuming that maybe there was some sort of repair done to the ceiling in this hotel, and they didn't have the exact same, the exact paint to match it, and they just kind of went over with a paint that was similar or just whatever they had in the moment. But uh, to answer your question, no, I I was not fucking on my ceiling. <laughs> oh, can I tell you this? Okay, so two days ago I had. Okay, it was one of those dreams you have when it feels so real, like you're like, there's no way that this dream isn't like happening and like in the dream you're like trying to tell yourself this is not real but your body is like yes it is like i mean sorry your mind is like yes it is i'm actually feeling this this is actually happening um it it, it i had one of those two days ago and and i woke up and i was like so freaked out and it's like it's, it's one of those when you wake up and you're so grateful that you're like thank god this is a dream because if this was real like what the fuck like my life would be over i had one of those and i hate i i get the, I, those happen to me maybe like Mm, like twice or sometimes maybe three times a year and i hate it every time it gives me it gives me so much anxiety what was the dream i had a dream that i was driving on some highway i was i was i was i was, I, I was with two friends i don't know who the two friends were and i was not driving my car i was driving on a highway and i was texting while i was driving and when i looked up i didn't something something hit me it wasn't the car though like it was like some type of object like like a like a screwdriver, some type of object that that would be strange to hit me, and it hit me, and it caused me to drive my car off the side of the road. But it wasn't like it, it wasn't a cliff. It wasn't like something really deep. But it was bad enough that it like got my car, and the car turned over a few times, and only I was okay. The other people weren't dead, but they were okay in the car. I, and I, they didn't die, but they weren't okay in the car. Like probably someone had a broken something or the other. And I was just at the side of the road, and I couldn't find my phone, and I couldn't call for help. And I don't think anyone saw me, and. In the dream, it felt like it happened like this was like four hours of my life. But obviously, I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it was that long. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I cannot believe I just had an accident. I cannot believe that I caused it to happen. I cannot believe that I don't know. Let's call him Jake. Is is broke his arm and it's because of me. Like I remember, I was like feeling so bad. Not our dream. manager. Not our manager. Oh, <laughs> like, I cannot believe I did this to, to Jake. I was like. And I, I was feeling, I was feeling so heavy in my dream, and I remember waking up and be like, "Oh my god!" But in that, I was like, "I know this is a dream," but I was like, "I feel so bad." And I waking up, I was like, "Oh god, I hate, I hate, I hate." Do you get those? You know, I rarely dream anymore. I, I just don't have a lot of dreams. I, I, I don't think I've had a dream in years, and I mean years. No, really? I mean, maybe a few here and there, but like. Like so few that I don't really remember them, and you know, if you don't wake up and talk about a dream right away, and like write it down, 
it just starts to slowly fade from your brain and you can't remember. Why is that? I do not know the the logic behind it. But I know if you don't wake up and start writing down your dream immediately, it will just fade away. You can't remember it. Um, it the same used to. But I mean, obviously, they say we have dreams all the time. And you, the only ones you remember are the ones you wake up hearing. You only remember the dream that you wake up in the middle of. So you, they say you have like six, mm. seven dreams a night, but you only remember the ones you wake up for. Um, but I used to I used to get sleep paralysis all the time. Like very intense sleep paralysis. Back when you were I in sleep. Columbus, Georgia, right? Oh, in New York City, I've had it in LA. I, I I've had sleep paralysis like all the time. So it's kind of been a, but it's kind sleep of been paralysis. A minute, but sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis, you when you up wake up and you know and you you can you can like you are awake, but you cannot move anything. Sometimes right. you can open your eyes, but you can't even you can't even wiggle your nose. Like you can't even you can't even twiddle your fingers. And you're just laying there, and there, but but there's also this feeling, like something or someone is in the room staring at you, and sometimes you can even see them out of the corner of your eye, but you can't do anything to move, and you can't do anything to access your body. You have to just lay there, and, and this feeling of dread comes over you, and it's it feels like um, like like the most intense panic you ever had in your life. This is the definition of sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis, while falling asleep or waking up, your brain sends signals that relax that relaxes muscles in your arms and legs. The result, muscle atonia. It helps you remain still during rapid eye movement, REM sleep, if, you, if y'all are familiar with that. With sleep paralysis, you regain awareness but can't move. Ah, oh, that sounds horrible. During a sleep paralysis episode, scary. you're aware of your surroundings but cannot move or speak. Ooh, yeah. I I don't I've I have never experienced sleep paralysis ever in my life. Like not even once. Not even kind of. Not even I've never experienced sleep paralysis at all. Yeah, it basically feels like you're trapped in your body. And all you all you can do, imagine you wake up, but all you can do is this. Look. I'm looking. That's crazy. And how long does it last? You can't tell. It's so it's it's very unclear. Like if it feels like it's like five minutes, but it also feels like it's like thirty seconds. Like you, you really have no concept of time. In the in, for me anyway, I, I have like no concept of time when it's when it's happening. So it's saying here it says that the brain prevents muscles in your limbs from moving to protect yourself from acting out dreams and hurting yourself. So, so the brain is telling your body, "Hey, we're about to dream." So I'm shutting down. Basically, I'm shutting down movement of you. I'm shutting down. I'm sh- the brain is like, bitch. I'm powering down everything so you don't start punching yourself or try to drive the car or try to do something crazy. So, it's like, so the brain is like, don't move. But in your eyes are like, bitch. I am. I'm. I don't want. I don't want to power down. Like I want to turn up. So your eyes are like, whoa. But your body, your brain is like, but limbs and legs. You're not going anywhere. You're staying right. Legs, limbs, and legs. Nose, mouth. Ear. The yeah, only all thing you can move is your eyes. And whenever I have a sleep paralysis, my first thought is like, just try to move your your fingers and your toes. And so I just like, I just, I'm like, tr- I mean, trying with Not kill all Bill. of my might. Not kill Bill. You, this, I mean, literally, this I feel like Uma Thurman. Thurman. <laughs> I feel like Uma Thurman. And you, so you just try to wiggle your toes or your feet and you're like, okay, well, once I do this, and then you kind of just, then you kind of just go, and then you're like up and you're like, oh my, and you, you kind of have, I've had it on planes. I had it on a plane one time. I had like that a panic attack. That is too much, girl. I had a panic attack Bob. with sleep paralysis on the plane one time. I thought I was having a heart attack. I was like, I'm going to, I'm waking up being like, I'm going to die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on this plane. This is crazy. Wow. Yeah. That I've I've never experienced any of that. Um. And outside of that, well, outside of that, um, 
yeah, I've never experienced sleep paralysis. I never, I've never done lucid dream. I know lucid dream. A lot of people like, I'm like, I say a lot. I've had like three friends in my life. So I guess it's not a lot, but be like, yeah, I used to like control myself in my, in my dreams. Like I, I used to lucid dream and I used to fly to the this and tell myself to do that. I was like, I wish I could experience it. I've never experienced lucid dreaming, but it sounds really dope. And if you don't, don't know what lucid dreaming is, it is when you're dreaming and you can tell yourself, hey, and you, you realize, or your, your, your brain realizes this, or you tell your, your brain tells yourself, this is a dream, and you can then control all of your actions in your dream. Like you can choose to fly, you can choose to do whatever you want in your dream. I've never experienced that. The thing about lucid dreaming, I mean, the thing about me, lucid dreaming for me is that whenever I'm in a dream, I always on some level know it's a dream. Like I'm never Every not time. aware of this. Yeah, I'm always like, this is a dream. This is a dream. But I've never been able to actually lucid dream. But I'm always like, this can't be real. This, there's no way this is real. Kind of like when you're in a dream and you have people who look like combinations of your other friends. Like you look at someone and you're like, this this person is both Monet and Peppermint, and they're one person. Or you'll be like, this house is my home from childhood, the apartment at 945 Amsterdam Avenue. And it's also uh, Wild Presents Studios. Like, it's all these places rolled into one. This place is clearly not real. So I know I'm dreaming. Do, do, you, do you ever have places that places that are like combinations of other places where you're dreaming? No. Like, I feel like we have completely, and obviously we have two different brains. We have two completely different experiences with dreams. Every time I dream, I've, obviously I've had dreams where they're a familiar place, but it's, it's not like a jumbled up. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm back in Bonte in Brooklyn. I mean, in, in, in St. Lucia. Or I'm here. But when I, but oftentimes when I dream, I'm in a brand new place I've never seen before. But that's impossible. Like I mean, it's not impossible. But in my mind, dreams are just reincar reincarnation or, re um, or uh, yeah, recreations, recreation. Sorry, of things that I've had to have seen before. So if I dream something, I'm like. And I is it in my in my dream mind. I'm like, oh, this is this is new. There's no way. I've it's it's ha it has to have been something I've seen either on a TV or a movie or yeah, in I mean, real if you've life. Seen like a road, if you've things. seen a road, then your brain just creates a road from roads you've seen throughout your lifetime. And for me, I'm always like, this looks like my living room, but it's not. It's like for me, it'll be like I'll be in my bedroom, and then when I open my bedroom door, I'm in a Walmart, and I'll be like. And I'll, and I'll, but in my but in my mind, I'm, I don't think it's weird. I'm just like in the dream. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. My bedroom's in a Walmart, 100. My bedroom's mm -hmm. just part of in the Walmart, and then I'll go shopping in the Walmart, and then I'll just go back to my bedroom like it's normal. But on a subconscious level, I'm like, this is a dream because my bed is not in my bedroom is not in Walmart. That's how my that's how I experience dreams. There's this cover of Miley Cyrus and Hannah, Hannah Miley Cyrus and Ariana Grande and Hannah Montana. Oh my God, not Miley <laughs> and Hannah. Miley Cyrus and Ariana Grande singing the, singing the cover of Don't Wake Me Up. Um, uh, Don't Wake Me Up. I'm Dreaming. What's that song? Um, shit. I don't know what you're saying, are you? Wait, I'm going to find out. Who's it by? It's a, they did a cover of it. Ariana Grande, Miley. Plastic Hearts? Don't, don't Dream It's Over. Okay. Yeah, you'll know it. Hey now, hey now, dun 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 dun. Hey now, and it's such a it's such a strange video because the two of them are sitting there in like 
they're in like not it's not a strange video but they're sitting in this backyard and they're both in like onesies like uh, she's a unicorn and I, I i think i remember the video and my and i ran a grande is like a bear or something and they they both sound fucking great i i love miley's just deep rich or speaking voice and i love when she sings so low it i it fucking gets it, it's such a beautiful tone and how did um, i know that miley and, cyrus was in don't call me angel what is that is that a movie it was the Miley, it was a song that Miley Cyrus, Lana Del Rey, and uh, Ariana Grande did for Charlie Angels. Don't call me Angel. You ready, man? I died. That's all. Uh, yeah, and she like, and Miley's like hitting on on Ariana. She's like, I think you're hot and stuff. It's very cute. I don't know why I brought that. Oh, because dreaming. Yeah, dreaming. Is it about dreams? Is it a song about dreams? Yeah, don't dream. It's over. You know, you know, Monet, uh, back to our discussion at the beginning, you know, one of the most famous people to ever have a dream was from Atlanta. Who? Dr. Martin Luther King. He was from Columbus? Atlanta. We're talking about Columbus, baby. There are, there are, there are a lot of, there are many prolific people from Atlanta. I know that. Monet, this may shock you, but there are many prolific people from all around the world. This is true. All around the world. There are lots of very remarkable people from all around the world. Especially from Brooklyn. Um, have you ever, okay? So you don't dream. Do you, so does that mean you don't have nightmares either? Um, sometimes I wake up and I feel like I had a nightmare, but I can't remember anything about. It. I just wake up in a panic. Like I just wake up and I'm like, I'm panicking, and I must have had a nightmare because I'm waking up mm. stressed out. Like that Got happens it. to me, and I don't like when when people <clears throat> insinuate that um, it's part of like. I don't know. I, I just really hate when people insinuate that, like, sleep paralysis or nightmares are demons or are in some way the devil getting you. Like, that's one of those times where I'm like, where I just do not have time to hear people's opinions on my sleep patterns. Like, it, it's it's really it, that is that is the triggering thing. That, that's that's uh like the empath thing. By the way, one of our one of our listeners had to stop listening to our podcast because I said empaths aren't real. Um, let's take a break. I'll pull it up. Yeah, let's take a break. And Jacob's going to pull it up. I'm going to read that uh, comment. Not read them, but read what they actually said. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It says, I had to stop listening. Um, uh, I didn't see what the rest is. It's by someone named K. Kaylee Istall. I love Bob and Monet and support all the career endeavors, but the most recent episode I had to turn off just because it was starting to hurt my feelings, LOL. Obviously, neither of these beautiful people need to do anything to get approval from anyone, and it's me that shouldn't take it to heart, but Bob talking about people saying they're empaths and calling it fake and a red flag was just making me feel like poop. There are highly sensitive people that exist in the world that call themselves empaths, an empathy non-existent is an, an empathy non-existent in a person or overly existent in a person is something that is on the diagnostic criteria for autism. I am autistic and I'm overly empathetic. 
can't watch any violence on TV without bursting into tears even. It's also just something people get really sensitive to because of abuse growing up, noticing the little things about how people are feeling as a way to keep yourself safe. It's their podcast and they can do whatever they want. It just made me sad. And what I was saying was like, I, I'm not saying that people do not have empathy. Having empathy and being an empath are not the same thing. I think that yeah, most. I, I think that I think that every. I think that everyone, most people. Let me say, who with except people who are who have some sort of a um, this uh you know uh disability are able to this a specific disability are able to uh, feel empathy and have empathy. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I did see some uh some tweets. Some some people like tweeted at us, I think, and also in the episode, I remember reading some Patreon comments, and people were just saying like that empaths are real and i mean the definitions we read they all made it seem like empaths were like gene gray like like empaths are just like x-men with this like supernatural ability to like find empathy in something that 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 other people may not see and a lot of people who 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 call themselves empaths were saying no that's not what it is and they i mean i i obviously we're trying to define it together in the podcast and we can really find one that resonated with people so i'd be curious to have someone who identifies as an empath and lives their life that way too Talk, come talk to us about it because I mean I think on the podcast. It, oh, that does not speak to me. Having an I mean, I'm that, into it. Well, you, that'd be a, a only child. <laughs> only child. I'll do only child with them. That'd be cool. And I, I mean, I, I I think it would be an interesting conversation because um yeah they were they were very adamant like that like what y'all are reading empaths are not magicians they're not they're not X Men they're just regular people. I just want to be clear Monet and I did not define empath for ourselves. I just want to be very clear Monet and I did not come up with our own definition of what an empath is. We were just looking at the multitude of definitions online and we and we read from there. But empaths are very. I I, I said it then. I said it, I I believe empaths are real, and um, a lot of people define themselves that way and navigate the world that way and that's their uh experience as empaths and uh you know but uh yeah but i hope you sorry you that you can't listen anymore it's hurting your feelings do you think psychics are real i do not believe in psychics no i i mean but some people somebody, somebody else, do, some people somebody like, else about to uh like the comments too somebody like some people like really govern their lives by psychics though like they are like they see they they consult their psychic before they make any major like decisions like mm-hmm. they feel like their psychics have really like saw into the future and told them about some shit and i'm like i mean if it works for you and it's i mean who am i to say that who am i to say like are you dumb are you listening to a psychic when people go to hundreds probably hundreds of millions of people go to churches around the, around the world every day so who like who, well, I've, what I've, I've shared my pains about that too and, um, and it's not saying that I think that I, that I think people are dumb. I just said that I don't believe in psychics, empaths, or uh, religion. But it's not about, about me thinking. What about what? What did Jacob say? Dream interpretation. Dream interpretation. So the thing about dream interpretation is I actually took a dream interpretation workshop in college. And I remember the dream interpretation uh, person being, it was like a credit. And um, the person was like, actually, what's going on with dream interpretation is um it's just asking you what it means so if monet has a dream that she was eating a gummy worm and then it turned into a real worm and then when she swallowed it her stomach exploded then someone will say so what do gummy worms mean to you what do you think about when you think of gummy worms and they'll be like um i don't know i think about like joy and being happy and i think about uh my childhood they go okay that's interesting you think about happy times from your childhood and what do you think about when you think about uh, eating a real worm like it's absolutely nasty it repulses me 
And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Maybe you had a, a situation from your childhood that, that, that scared you or that, that repulsed you that you thought was gross. What do you think about like your body exploding? What do you think about that kind of stuff? Or like, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's about your relationship with food. Maybe you have a relationship with, with food that you've learned to eat in your childhood and that's upsetting you today. Um, and that was kind of what we learned. So, so and what I, what they told me was, this is, I, I was probably 17 or 18, this was 18 years ago I heard this, so I might be wrong. They were saying, anyone who tells you that every, like one thing means the same thing for everyone, anyone who's like, uh, dream of fish, someone's pregnant. pregnant, dream yeah. of, um, dream of this, that means that. They're like, that person is a scam artist and they are not to be trusted because they do not know what they're talking about. Well, well that's a big trope. And um, I, I, I highly doubt lots of white people have seen this movie. The movie Soul Food with Nia Long and um, Vanessa Williams and Am. Um, big Mama. Every time, uh, every time she dream of she dream of she dreamt of fish. Someone was pregnant. That's like a big trope in the movie. And on um, my my well, that's, a, that's a southern trope. That's a southern trope in general. Not just southern. It's 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 it's, it's Caribbean too. That that's a big thing in our planet. Caribbeans like, in the America. south. All the way south. Which you mean the south of America? Uh, south of the North America. Uh, uh, you don't know uh, what I mean. The, the, the you, United States. You don't know what I mean. Beach, mean 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 my my dick. Um, but my grandmother, Me, oh my God, I sense as an empath, I sense that you're upset. No, I'm getting, what about your grandma? Wow. Not about making fun of empaths. Um, my grandmother called me over the weekend. What's today? Tuesday. My grandma Tuesday. called me like Saturday, I believe when I, I just got back from Canada and she said, um, and she said, she said, Kev, I need to talk to you. I was like, what's up grandma? And she was like, I dreamt my, my grandma's very big on dream. My grandma loves to dream. Um, she was like, I dreamt that you, that you had a lotto ticket and you left it at my house and you ended up winning. And I, and I, I, I was calling everyone to tell you, Kev, Kev, actually, Bob, we see you eat this. Thing. <laughs> I'll try to pull one of your moves. See if one they notice this. This nigga duck out the camera so awesome. And then y'all, he, he's staring at me dead. He's not, he's, he's trying to chew so quiet. He like. Nigga, I see you. I wish it wasn't too late. I would have called my grandmother. I, damn, I would call her. She probably asleep now. Um, because now I'm, I'm fucking up what she said. But basically, something about like I had a winning ticket to something, and but she had come up to her house and she was coming and she was she was trying to find me to tell me, Kev, you had the winning ticket. You had the winning ticket. So she was like, Kev, I said, you know, if you are if there's something, she she doesn't know that drag is going on right now. It's like if there's something that you oh that like, grandma we filmed that months ago bitch uh so whatever but anyway my grandma's very excited to let me know that she dreamt that she I had a winning lottery ticket for something so something that I really want is gonna is gonna come is gonna happen for me. Does your grandma think that like y'all film that we film Drag Race in real time or something? I think she does. Not your grandma predicting that you win. Not your not uh, grandma uh, grandma Burton predicting that you win uh, All Stars. You better go. I was off. like grandma girl. I was like I was like she should probably watching her brain. If you win All Stars, will you be like, wow, my grandma was right? <laughs> oh my god, grandma just think, fucking I nailed think, it. I think in my grandma's brain is happening right now, so she's like, oh my god. So I, I think that's why it was. It was her brain doing that shit, girl. When I was a I'm child, a I used to have dreams that were very vivid and that would sometimes come true. And I would wake up. So I remember when I was in 1994, I woke up in a panic during the, the winter or the spring. Okay, okay. And so I was... What? Are you being silly? Are you, is, this a, is this a now clap thing? Because this... You, you just said you never dreamed. Now you like, I remember it. It was December 14th, I said, as a, I said, as a child, I said I don't dream much anymore. If you rewind back, I said I don't okay. dream much anymore. 
Not re- rewind back to be redundant. It's rewind. I didn't say I never have dreams. Um, but okay. as a child, um, what I did was uh, I had this dream, and I used to get, I used to watch these uh, like Bible um, videos for kids, and like in these, like Veggie Tales. No, they were like they were like they were they were human beings. It was just, it was just cartoons of Bible stories. It was just mm-hmm. Bible stories, but mm-hmm. done in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, so they weren't like funny, or it was just like the story of Jesus, but everyone's cartoons. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when when um, when the angel came to tell Mary, um, the Virgin Mary, that she um, isn't it crazy that Jesus's mom and like the hooker he hang out with have the same name. I think Jesus fucked his mom. Oh my God, Monet! Wow, Nene. Anyway, so when when the angel came to tell Mary that she's pregnant, you pregnant? Um, there was this like circle that kind of filled, like almost like I imagine like a ring light on the ceiling with the whole a ring panel, like a light panel, and then his feet would come through it, and then it was this angel looking like an angel you see on TV wearing the robe and like this one had blonde hair, and then I saw that angel in like I was in my room having sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. All I could do yeah. was look at the ceiling. And the angel came out of the ceiling. It was this blonde white guy. That's how I know angels aren't real. Why would, I, why would a blonde white angel come to me? Anyway. And then um, the, the angel said, don't go to Mississippi this summer. Because if you do, your grandma will die. And I tried to scream, but I couldn't scream. I couldn't even move a, a bone in my body. And then the angel like, basically went into the ceiling. And then I screamed. And my mom came running down from like the other side of the apartment complex came running and um and i was like we can't i was crying and i was like we cannot go to mississippi this summer because grandma's gonna die and, and she was like boy and i was like mom no please 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 do not send us to mississippi this summer please if you do grandma will die and she's kept being like you need to stop you need to stop that that's not funny she didn't say it wasn't funny but she kept being like just, just stop that whatever you, you were dreaming you were dreaming and then I went to Mississippi this summer. My grandma, she did die that summer. And she was pretty young. My grandmother was 54. She had this a heart was, This was Julia? Grandma Ju- no, this is Grandma Liz. Grandma Liz, right. My grandma Julie uh, passed away when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Grandma Liz passed away. She was very young. She had had a heart attack at 54. Mm-hmm. 54 years old. And this so was your very, dad's very young for heart attack. mother? This is my mother. This is my mother's mother. And Julia is your dad's mother. Yes. Mary Elizabeth is was Martha Caldwell's mother, and, uh, and Julia, Julia Frank. is uh, Frank Bridges' um, mother. Yeah, but anyway, so I so I used to have this, and and I I also used to predict lottery numbers quite frequently as a child. I think I did like three times, like three times I predicted the well, three digit lottery. What's frequent? What frequently? Three like, times. Was that, was That's this a like, lot. Was this like? In like the span of a week, or like a, a, like the course of your life? It was like three time within a couple of months. Like and like, was it for like, like big money? It was the three. The th- I mean, big money for uh, yeah for us. I mean, it, it was it was the the three numbers you would get like uh, like uh like yeah like forty thousand dollars, but no one ever played them. Oh. So one time we we were we were like at the grocery store and I was like, "Mom, play four five two. and she was like, "Boy, ain't nobody playing." And then that night, four five two would hit. Damn, I know she was mad. And I did this like maybe like two or three times within the with at least within a year. And it was happening around the time. It was happening between, before, it, I remember it, went, it happened like before I went to, um, before I went to Mississippi. So you would think that with something like that, I would really believe in psychics and angels and, um, you know, 
otherworldly things, but I still kind of think it was just my mind uh, playing tricks on me in, in a bout of um, sleep paralysis. And then that my grandma just coincidentally died that summer. Damn. So did you grow up thinking it was your fault that your grandmother died? No. <laughs> I didn't. It's not like something from a movie. Someone being like, it's, it was me. It was my fault. I was like, I didn't kill my grandma. She had a heart attack. You are such a you were such a strange child. You're a strange human being. Because I didn't think I killed my grandma. I'm strange. Yes, the angel told you don't go, and then she died, and you're like, did, I was like, did you do it? No, <laughs> I didn't. I did. I didn't. I was. I was eight. I don't think I killed my grandma as an eight year old. Damn, Roberta, you're wild. You're a wild thing. Danga. I just, I just don't know how that makes me wow. That seems really logical to me. I didn't kill her because I was like eight years old. As a I wasn't kid, even that she died. As a kid, I would be like, oh my God, did I do that? I mean, like, I would know that I didn't, but a small part of me would be like, but wait, but did I? You know what I mean? I don't because that's not part of me. I also went I to church. Not, I was not like that. I was very I religious. I went to church. I went to church. Hmm. Oh no. Um, so Patty and I went to a container store. But coming in, if y'all if you're not watching it because you're not on Patreon, you don't you're not, you're not going to want to talk about. But well, actually, well, you know, yeah, it's past the 30 minutes. And I have and I have a huge rack of shoes. This is only like half my shoes. Like all the rest of in storage. We're getting they're doing this huge built-in thing behind me. I'm at this really mm-hmm. huge ass. Let me show you this. Look at this. Bitch, you're gagging. Bitch, you're gagging. Oh, that is cool. So we're getting uh, so we're getting this whole build something in the back. Also, I'm doing the MTV Movie Awards. So you're all listening. What happens is the, the, the desk is going up and down. So it's like a, sta- a standing desk to like a sitting desk. Yeah. And then so we're going to – we're we're doing we're, – we're doing this whole room. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I bitch, I'm acting like I bought this house. Well, I'm trying anyway, well, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to buy it still, but the rental company is being uh, – anyway, long story. You know, I had a um, – uh, I, I had a container store uh, person visit me at my place in New York City that, that, I had, that I didn't buy, and it really changed my life. Like I'm, I, I left the closet there, but I would never. I, I'm so grateful that I did that because that closet in my closet in the basement would really save my life. Like I don't what even know container store. Yep, because when I moved in, it was just an empty closet. It was like there, there was nothing. I even no racks, nothing. Just a uh, empty it. room in the basement. Rack city, bitch. Rack, rack city. Also, if anyone, yeah. Anyway, um, if anyone wants, Robert, no, it it, it, it it doesn't matter. So I'm gonna go. No, but you can't of, do that. Now you can't. No, people don't like that. There are people who don't like that. So just say, uh, bitch, make no, something it's up. You, people it's don't not like people. That. It's you. You're the person. It's not, not people. Just me. You. I'm. I am. I am not the only person in the world who doesn't like when people go. Never mind. I, I assure because you, a lot of people don't like that. I was going to divulge a private thing about me that I don't want to talk about. So I, and bitch, so, make it, something else up. In the moment, you can be like, oh, I was going to ask you what you did today. You could say anything. I, and I would not, not liar. Know. I'm not a well, liar. We know that's not, well, we know that's not true. We all know that's no, not true. No, nigga, we know that's not true for you. I mean, no. We know that is true. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> um... So I'm gonna go to the list of common dreams and tell me if you ever, if you ever dream if you've ever had one of these kind of dreams. Uh, it's 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 the most common dreams apparently. Um, have you well, ever have had? Ever, a have you ever what, what, have you ever dreamed about? Never mind, never mind. Okay. Um, have you ever dreamt of of flying? Uh. Never mind. <laughs> okay. 
Have you ever drunk that? Oh, this is no, this is Jacob. This is Jacob's question. Everyone, Bob, I don't want to trigger warning. Trigger warning. Have you ever dreamt of your teeth falling out? But you always make fun of me of my teeth. Then you can just you, you what you're doing is you are intentionally still bullying me about this fucking tooth thing by being like, oh, 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 everyone, watch out. Watch out, everyone. No, I'm not going to move on. I'm going to keep defending myself and calling you out every time you do that. Jacob is the one that put it in here. I'm going to call you out. But it's not Jacob putting in. It's you going, oh, 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 oh. I said, said, Bob. I'm going to call you out every time you do it. Every time you do it, you're getting called out. I said trigger warning. Every time you do it, you're getting called out. There's a trigger warning for for two stuff. And every time you do it, you're getting called out. Do I have you ever dream of your teeth falling out? No. Next question, bitch. Have you ever dreamt that you cheated on your partner? No. We don't cheat. There's no cheating. Got it. Have you ever dreamt you were naked in public? Um, no, I don't think so. Mm. Have you ever been... Have you ever Are you going to answer these questions, bitch? Um, I've never dreamt... I, no, I told you I, I try, I've never dreamt I was flying. Bitch, I'm too heavy to be flying, even in my dreams. Uh, I've never had a dream of my teeth falling out. Uh, I've never dreamt that I've cheated on a partner. I've never dreamt about being naked. And that, that, that's a big one. Like even in movies, like you see people dreaming that they're giving like a presentation or they're doing something and they, and they're just become naked. That's like a very big thing that you see in movies and shit. I've never had that that kind of dream. Well, it seems like uh, a, 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 a um a fear of people who fear for people who have uh who have. Movie. Yeah, fears of public speaking, oh, like, which is actually like the number one fear in the world. I don't, yeah, I never, I never, I never had public speaking. There was one, the first time I ever had to do public speaking, well, the first time I can remember, it was in seventh grade. Kamika, my friend Kamika, Kamika Soroy and I, we were on a group for a class for our social studies teacher, Mr. Mr. Chalk, his name is Mr. Chalk. And Mr. Chalk was a white guy. And he kind of spoke slow like this. And he is like, okay, Kevin, you're, I'm, I'm going to call your mother. I'm going to call your mother today. He's very that. And as we had to do this, pre, this, this fucking presentation, and, you know, Kamika and I were like goofing around. So what were you getting your mother calling you? What were you doing? I was always talking in class. Always. I was always constantly talking in class. I was co- literally all the time. Like they would, they, they, would, they would call my house at least once a week. It was insane. Um, so we had to do this presentation on it. Was, oh, we had to do like, like a nineties capsule project. I, I think, let me, let me, let me call Kamika. She go, no, it was a nineties capsule project we had to do. And, um, and we fucked around the entire time and we just never did the fucking project. Like we never did any of the research. We had to do like, it was like a full thing. It might be, Kamika might be seen. It's almost one o'clock in the morning or maybe she'd be easy though. Um, we had to do this project and we just did not get it done. Bob, did, did you ever do this in groups? Oh, Mika. Are you sleeping? I'm hanging. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're on the podcast. <laughs> I was, Mika, okay, really quick before you before you before you fall asleep. Do you remember the we had to do that project with Mr. Chalk and it was you, me, and Soroya. And it was what what was it? A nineties capsule project? 
Uh huh. And then, so, and then you and I goofed around the entire time. The three of us never met. We never did the project. So we showed up to class on the day that the project was due. And then for the project, we just said, "Oh yeah, for our project, um, we're gonna sing um Mariah Carey, uh, what song? One One Sweet Day." And then so so Kavika bust it out, girl. Kavika fucking turned it out, and we ended up getting a hundred on the project because he. Can Kavika sing? Yeah, Kamika can sing. She doesn't sing anymore, but Kamika can sing. I don't know if Kamika can sing. Yeah. All right, because I'm to run that by you. Sorry. Have a good night and have a great day at work tomorrow. You too. Good morning over there. <laughs> she said, good morning over there. All right, bye. Uh, when I was in... We, we got 100 on the project, and we literally phoned it in. We got 100. It was so stupid. Anyway, go ahead. When I was in, uh, I think, maybe 11th grade, I was in um, I was in a, a group with... Uh, Dermika. Oh my god, you had a Dermika? Come on, Bob and Money with Dermika and Kamika. We had a, I had a, they, they were twins, Dermika and Dernika. They were twins. The, the cat twins. But yeah, so this, yeah, only one of them was in my group. It was uh, uh, Shant Shantara, me, and uh, Dermika. And, um, and I think Shant Shantara's mom uh, stole our cat. No, her name was Chantel. <laughs> Chantel's mom threw our cat away, and we and we did not sing Mariah Carey, and we did not get a hundred. <laughs> Bitch, I almost failed. I almost failed uh, human anatomy because of Chantel's mom. Good work, Chantel's mom. Is so Chantel's mom, if you're if you're out here listening, bitch, I still want my cat back, honey. <laughs> Oh my god, I can imagine dissecting like a little Colleen. Let me so. Oh my god, I took Colleen to my friend Janina's house. And I had to play it with her Sphinx. And Colleen is a bully. Like, this cat was being so sweet. Just trying to hang out with Colleen. Like, going up to Colleen and, like, trying to live it. And Colleen would just go. <laughs> and she, like, swat at for Bernicio. Um, he's so I sweet. Like, I feel like I've been telling you this for a very long time. And you don't want to hear <laughs> it when I said it. I told you that your cat was a bully. And then I feel like also Kennedy also told you. That your cat is a bully, and you were Ka like, Kennedy "No, didn't say that." Yes, she did. Yes, she did directly no. to your face. Because yes, one hundred percent. She was I like, remember she this. was like, one hundred percent." Because Colleen came back with like a little scab on her ear, some scab somewhere on her, and then Kennedy was like, "Because your cat is like attacking the other animals." <laughs> that is, you're a liar. That did not happen. Okay, you know, I guess we're, I guess we're calling. I guess we're calling people. Hold on, I hey, don't remember do, this. Do you want to admit your line before I call Kenny? You look I'm not, stupid. I'm or do you not want lying. To look stupid? I, okay, I will do say you this. Do you want to look I stupid? Not, or do you want to admit? No, okay. I have no yeah, recollection exactly. of this. That did not happen. And she that did not off. happen. Oh, she's that, she's backpedaling, no, Your Honor. That she's did not happen. Because first okay, of all, Kenny, Kennedy, Kennedy, you know Kennedy goes Don't on. And, hold on, hold on. No. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say my part. Kennedy goes on, go, for y'all listening. Kennedy goes on and on about how Colleen and Goose, uh, Goose is was uh, Kennedy's dog, and Goose is like this huge, like bitch, like eighty pound dog. And Kennedy goes on and on about how Goose and Colleen are best friends. When are you gonna go, literally? Ken, this is Kennedy. When are you gonna bring Colleen over again? Goose, Goose misses Colleen. They want to hang out. So Bob is saying Colleen is bullying the other animals. That is a lie. Maybe Colleen doesn't like playing with uh i mean kennedy's cat edith is an old cat Manet, it's like a, just, like a 10 year old cat gave us an anecdote of your cat bullying other people and now you're like my okay. cat would never don't worry we better wrap this up don't you worry don't, don't you worry at all don't please. you worry at all honey we about to get to the bottom of this honey. oh i cannot wait mm. oh this is gonna taste delicious you better hope well, you no one answer you better hope you call bitch no one answers if you call <laughs>
You better hope she don't answer. Your call has been forwarded. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because Kenny's your employee. She's like, I answer the phone. If I'm going to be on some bullshit at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> well, I know you don't fucking answer when I call. That That, that I can't confirm. You you sure as hell don't answer when I call. Uh, that whole true. fucking journey of me trying to reach out to you. Oh, that was... I have a whole log. <laughs> I hope Kennedy called me back in the middle of this because, bitch, this, this shit's about to be fucking Kennedy delicious. The gag is when I called you answers. Your cat fully bullied Kennedy's animals and got yeah, and got her ass and got her okay, ass sent and home. Y'all, y'all hairs, y'all hairs will probably happen. A Kennedy will be like, please, when can I? When can we watch Colleen again? Goose misses Colleen. This is the this is a factual statement. Two, what may have happened is Kennedy's Kennedy also has a cat. The cat is like an old cat. Edith is like 10, 11 years old. Colleen is a, is a kitten. Colleen is only two years old. So what happened? What probably happened is uh, Colleen trying to start trying to play with Edith. And old cats, don't be fucking around. Old cats, like, bitch, I've been around the block. I ain't trying to fuck with you. Maybe, and 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 Colleen and Edith maybe got into it. But Colleen was not bullying. Kennedy's dog, Boos, is a Boos. Goose is obsessed with Colleen. They literally can. I have videos of them playing around and them being. Didn't you just so didn't you just give us a story about your cat bullying another animal? Okay, just that's now? a cat that that's a, also okay. I will say this. I'm just saying. I bought. Did you see those anecdotal evidence? Of I your bought cat Colleen you. over there to that house when I first moved to LA. So back in like last April, and Colleen's obviously a year younger. And um, the cat is an is a six seven year old cat. Their cat. And then that cat was like chasing Colleen around, like biting her, like not letting Colleen like adjust a new space. So Colleen probably has PTSD. Colleen's like, last time I'm here, you try to beat me up. So now it's my turn. And I treat I and I, I I teach my baby to fight. Okay? My baby don't let no cat no other animals bully her. All I'm saying is you you gave us some anecdotal evidence of your cat bullying another another mm. animal. That's that's all I'm saying. And I have mm-hmm. uh foot do, we, we have documented footage on the podcast of your animal bullying me. <laughs> we have document footage of you wearing literal cat toys and being confused as to why she wants to play with you. So it's what, like, I, was, what, so it's that? what I was wearing. Yeah, so what you were wearing, wearing, bitch. Yes, that's what I said. What you were wearing. Wear different clothes. Yikes. Not problematic. Yikes. Not the problematic queen. You are <laughs> you are really wild on one today. Probl- problematic. Fantastic. We'll be we'll be getting a full uh also I'm I'm still calling out you calling you out for your editing silencing patty. Silence, silencing Patty. Silencing anything Patty said. Well, what were those big, those big jump cuts? I don't know what she's talking about. When Patty was uh, uh, confirming that you drool. Mm, didn't happen. <laughs> there is a video on the Patreon, and you're and you're like, Patty, see Patty on that bullshit. Patty just lying for Bob. Why would Patty lie for me? Because y'all are sober, and you love her. You you will do anything but admit you're wrong. You will do anything but say you're wrong. Anything but move your body like a snake. Oh no, that's an Arkley song. Well, do not sing that. Don't get that in your life. Wow. Yeah. Not when they cancel. You're out of control, man. Roberta, on that note, I think we've done it. I hope you have a good rest of your night. Bitch, I'm about to go to sleep. Go to sleep. What time is it where you at? They're an hour ahead. It's almost 11 o'clock. Oh, well, bitch, get over it. So stay your ass up, and we'll see you next time on Sibling Rivalry. We should have a a log offline. I think we should end each podcast, and we'll see you next time on Sibling Rivalry. I'm not even entertaining this conversation. Why? Why? For why?
Bob, I'm speaking with you. What's your I'm problem? What's fucking bees in your bonnet, bitch? We had a whole conversation about this. I said we should have one a while back, and you're like, I think it's lame. So I'm literally not even in pain. But you wanted to literally go. Literally That's not saying nothing. Y'all see, I see, I, I'm so sick and tired trying to give all, my all on this podcast. And here comes Bob, not wanting to do so. So it's fine. Y'all hear, I mean, y'all heard it for yourselves. All right, I guess that's it. Have a good night. Bye, everyone. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.